Welcome to the podcast. I am Tesla. And I am Alicia Adams. We are the founders of 1111 Talent Collective, which is a recruitment agency that specializes in the retail apparel and consumer goods industry. This is our COVID edition. What to do if your work has gone on hold? Five creative tips to make an impact. So this is a really common concern that we're hearing right now, obviously, at this time in our lives. And Tess, I know you can attest to this as well, but we've actually been through really slow times in our work lives before. It's very common in recruitment, um, you know, that your work can get put on hold due to budget restrictions. We've both gone through layoffs before. So we really, truly understand kind of that underlying fear or anxiety of what to do with your time. Like, how do you still show your worth, feel, um, and feel valuable in this time? So we wanted to share our top five ways that you can still make an impact. Okay, I'm going to dive right in here. So the first point that we wanted to highlight is for you to start thinking about what is going to be the most pressing need of your department post-COVID? So think about your department or your function. And when things go back full tilt, when we're, we're all back in our work 100%, what is going to be the most pressing issue or what, what are you going to need to really kind of hit the ground running with? And what role do you play in that and can contribute to? So it's really about kind of putting on more of a strategy hat and maybe you're going to need to do a little bit of research or think back to the work you were doing pre-COVID but really kind of put yourself in almost your your leadership shoes and think about your department as a whole and what's going to be that thing that you're all going to need to be all hands on deck once you're back in this work. Oh that is such a great call. Um, I would love to hear some examples, Elise. Like, how would you discover the most pressing need of the department? Like, when way back when you were an in-house recruiter, like, what are some of the things you would work on? So, just an example. Again, as an in-house recruiter, um, you know, like I said, that I would not often, but I did have my roles stop or go on hold. Um, I would really kind of look at the intel that I had from my hiring managers or from previous meetings I was in and really get a good sense of what was still a really hot role that was going to be a top, top priority uh, when we were back in our work full time and how could I start preparing to recruit for that? So what kind of research, what kind of sourcing could I do um, so I could hit the ground running? Uh, And I would also kind of think about challenges that we were having as a department. And now it's a really good time to start kind of thinking about creative solutions for those. So another example of that is I created in my downtime an interview guide for hiring managers on how to assess creative talent. That was a real need in the business at the time. And it was something I could never kind of get my hands around. I didn't have the time or the bandwidth to do it. And I knew it was actually going to make a really big impact uh, for my hiring managers. So I was able to kind of set aside some time and, and make that a priority. So those are a couple examples of how you can really start thinking about the needs of your department post-COVID 
when you're back in your seat and the light is green and you're at full tilt. Okay, so the second tip is to think about those when we have time projects. So we all have those strategy sessions or meetings, maybe they took place at the beginning of the year or at the midpoint where you sit down with your boss or your team and you write out your you know, list of projects that you wanna get done that year. And there's always a bucket that kind of falls to the wayside. Maybe they're really time consuming or tedious tasks. Now is a really great time to, to make strides in those areas and put some thought and action into those projects. That's a good call. I think I can really remember, especially being at Earl's, we would have a list of when we have time projects to do. So that yeah. is that really yeah. resonates. Um, but I would love an example. Like, could you give an example of what you would do? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I said, some of them are kind of tedious. So that could be like updating a database. Maybe you're creating training documents like that example I gave before. Um, organizing an inbox. Sometimes departments have inboxes and they get totally out of control. Um, another really awesome thing, I love this one that often falls into the when we have time and it shouldn't, is your own development. This is such an awesome time to have a look at what kind of online courses, maybe um, some management books you can read, or even your own self-development, like do an online meditation challenge. Like it's such a great time to put some resources and energy into your own development. And like I said, this is often something that falls by the wayside and it, it shouldn't. Awesome. So great. Okay, so moving on to number three. So number three is plan out multiple time scenarios. So particularly during COVID-19, especially what we're seeing is we don't have a lot of clarity on how long this is going to go on for. So I think planning out some different contingency plans, like a 30-day plan. What if we're all back to work in 30 days? What does it look like? What will we be up to? What if it's 60 days? So creating a plan for 60 days. What if it's 90 days? So 30, 60, 90 is a really nice, succinct time frame to start planning out those time frames. And this can really restore a sense of certainty and empowerment for your leadership, for yourself, for your employees, for your team. So taking that time to create a business plan, and it will require some financial forecasting. It will require some project forecasting and some strategy work. You'll need to understand what's on if we're back in 30 days or what actually comes off if it's not 90 days till we're back. So really understanding so you can communicate really powerfully to your team and restore for them a sense of certainty, which is a really huge gift in this time frame, I think. I love that. It feels so strategic. And how do you think this could apply or how would this work if you're not a manager or you're not in a leadership position? Is there still mm -hmm. opportunity to be thinking about your 30, 60, 90 day plan? And what, what would that look like? I think so. And I think, you know, when you're looking at your own workload and what you've got projected or events that you've got coming up, you know, being able to go to your manager and say, hey, I've, I've put some thought into my own 
workload and my job description and here's what I see if I'm back in 30, 60 or 90 days. It really shows you taking that extra initiatives. It shows that you're being really thoughtful and strategic about your work and it also highlights that you see yourself there as part of the vision and part of the future for that business. I love that. That's such a great point because I think there is some kind of uncertainty or fear with leadership right now about bringing their team back into the office, back to work. You know, is there going to be people that felt really disconnected? Are they going to be looking to leave or make a change? So it's a great way to show your kind of dedication to your role and your company. Totally. And even just from a basic neuroscience perspective, our brain wants certainty. It wants security. Mm -hmm. So providing, just going through this exercise, it's giving our brain those little cues it's looking for to say, I'm safe. This is predictable. The future is predictable. I'm safe. I can perform at a higher level. I'm going to be okay. And that's a really reassuring thing to have at this time. Awesome. So good. All right. Next up, number four, track your accomplishments. So things are quieter. Things have slowed down. And this is a really great time to start making a list of your accomplishments in your current role. So we usually do this you know, when we're starting to look for our next job or we're preparing our resume and it's more of a reactive thing. But if you're in a position where you can start making notes on the projects you've worked on while they're really fresh, how you measure success in them, how you've supported the business that you're in and its growth to date, this is going to be a really handy tool to have on hand when the time comes to update your resume and land your next role. So I really highly suggest taking the time to do this. And it's also a really great way to just remind yourself on how, while you're doing all your success that you're currently experiencing right now, which were, might not be top of mind for you. So great. And it's also such a powerful tool to have in your back pocket if you're looking to grow and develop in your career and come back. And if you're looking for that next promotion or a new role or something else to take on. Um, it's so powerful to come to your leader with a list of all your accomplishments totally. and how you're ready for it, right? Yes, such a good call. Okay, great. Last one, number five, networking. Now, it might seem like your work and your projects and your day-to-day -day has slowed down, but networking, in my opinion, has accelerated it's like all of a sudden people have time people have and want and a need to kind of have that human connection and interaction and what better way than to you know apply it to your career and, and how this could help you kind of get to that next level so maybe um, you could spend a little extra time on LinkedIn Tess you and I are doing that a lot right now and just connecting with like-minded people in our industry sharing other people's posts creating our own commenting it's really creating a sense of community in that way and then I also think there's something to if you've been you know dying to connect with a senior leader in your industry or maybe in your company why not reach out to them right now? They're probably, as you and I are, a little bit quieter as everybody is and, and might have a little bit more time and space to 
connect over Zoom or, um, you know, share an email exchange so that you can start building those really foundational and important relationships to help accelerate your career. I love this one so much. And I think sometimes I get triggered on the word network or networking because it's such an old, like old paradigm and it sounds super greasy to me. And I always like have this (laughs) visceral reaction to it. But you said something in there that I could totally, um, that really spoke to me, but you said connect and take the time to create community. And I think that is the real takeaway from this one is build your connections, connect with people human to human, um, create community. That's actually what is so needed right now. And we know this to be true from, you know, 20 years in recruiting. This is actually how you progress in your career. This is how you land that next job. It's through those really authentic um, connections that you build. Love that. That's such a great point. And I actually think we could do a whole episode or two or three on networking because you just hit the nail on the head. It is about building authentic relationships and connections. And I think for a lot of people that takes that greasiness out of it, right? Like it did. Totally. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So let's do a recap of the tangible takeaways from this episode. So number one, what is going to be the most pressing need of the department post COVID-19? Number two, start to tackle your when we have time projects, start to flush these out and give them some life. Number three, plan out multiple time scenarios. So that's that 30, 60, 90 day plan and start communicating those with people around you. Number four, track your accomplishments, build out your list of successes so that you're ready to rock when the time comes. And number five, network, build community, create authentic connections. Amazing. Thank you for listening. That's a wrap. Thank you. (laughs) That is a wrap. If you have feedback on this episode or episode suggestions, so things you want to hear us talk about or guests you want us to interview, send them to hello at 1111talent.com. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and be sure to leave a comment. We will select one comment per month for a one-on-one session on a people topic of your choice. So it could be on interview preparation, it could be a vision and goal session, or even defining your purpose. Don't forget to follow us on social. You can find us on Instagram at 1111talent, as well as LinkedIn and Facebook under our company name, 1111talent. Thank you for tuning in to today's session 11, the human side of business. And that's a mother wrap. Toodles! Toodles! <laughs>